this morning's meditation, this morning's devotion is uh, the seven feasts of the Lord. And uh, the scripture reading will be from Leviticus chapter 23 and verse 4. These are the feasts of the Lord, even holy convocations, which ye shall proclaim in their seasons. Now, there's a subtle difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the Old Testament, they're called the feasts of the Lord. However, in the New Testament, in John chapter 5, verse 1, they're called the feasts of the Jews. What had happened was the Jews had added so many ordinances of man to the feast that God disavowed them as his. But we're looking this morning at the feast of the Lord. The first one is Passover. Passover is salvation by the blood of the Lamb and also the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Exodus 12, 12 and 13. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord, and the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when you smite the land of Egypt. We all know the story of slaying the lamb, taking the blood with a bunch of hyssop, wiping it on the uh, doorposts, the top post, the side post, never on the threshold because we never step over the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We never step on that blood. Uh, and that's a warning which, which we get in Hebrews. But that's the Old Testament. And uh, in the New Testament, John 1.36, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, John the Baptist, Colossians 1.14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Colossians 1.20, and having made peace through the blood of, the, of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Passover for Israel was their deliverance from Egypt, from slavery in Egypt. Passover for the Christian and the church is freedom from the slavery of sin. The next feast is the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and that is actually freedom from sin. Seven days in Exodus 12, 15, seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. Even the first day you shall put away leaven out of your houses. For whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. 1 Corinthians 5, 7, purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. 1 Corinthians 5, 8, therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Ecclesiastes 10, 1, dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savor, so doth a little folly in him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor in Galatians 5, 9, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Leaven in the Bible is sin. It's a type of sin. 
and to live and uh, through the unleavened bread feast, we are as Christians to live a clean life acceptable to God of holiness and sanctification. The next feast is first fruits, which speaks of revel, uh, resurrection being alive from the dead. Exodus 23 19. The first of the first fruits of thy land thou shalt bring into the house of the Lord thy God. 1 Corinthians 15 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. As surely as Jesus was raised from the dead, so we too will be raised from the dead. The next feast is the Feast of Pentecost. 50 days after Passover. Leviticus 23, 15 and 16. And ye shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that ye brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. Even unto the morrow after the seventh Sabbath shall ye number 50 days, and ye shall offer a new meal offering unto the Lord. Acts 1, 4. And being assembled together with them, commanded that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the fathers, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Acts 2, 1 through 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they all with one accord in one place, suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared under them cloven tongues, like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is the beginning of the church, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the beginning of power for the church, the day of Pentecost, 50 days after Passover. The next uh, feast, well, actually, there's, there's actually a four-month interval between these three feasts and the the remaining uh, feasts. There's a four-month interval, and in John 4.35, Jesus says, Say ye not, there are four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. This, this uh, transitional period of four months can corresponds to the age of grace in which we live, which is the church age. So between the first three feasts and the rest of the feasts, there is a four-month interval, which is the age of grace, which is the church age in which we live. And uh, the next feast is the Feast of Trumpets. Leviticus 23-24, speak unto the children of Israel, saying, in the seventh month, in the first day of the month, shall ye have a Sabbath, a memorial of blowing of trumpets and holy convocation. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18 But I would not have ye ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. 
and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord, wherefore comfort one another with these words. The Feast of Trumpets is the translation or the rapture of the church to meet Jesus in the air at the last trump, beginning at the tribulation, beginning of the tribulation, which is God's judgment against unrepentant mankind and Satan. The next feast is the Day of Atonement. And the Day of Atonement is also called Yom Kippur to the Jews. It is the day when the high priest would enter into the Holy of Holies and present the blood of the Lamb on the mercy seat with the, the propitiation, the, the, the top of the ark. That's where the blood was presented by the high priest. And, and the high priest had on a robe which had bells around the bottom of his robe. And the people outside would, would be waiting outside, of course, in the temple. And they'd hear the jingling of the bells. The high priest also had a rope attached to him because there was no way if, if, if the offering was not accepted by the Lord, the priest would be struck dead immediately and he would be dead in the Holy of Holies. And the only way they had to get him out would be to pull on the rope when the jangling of the bells around the, the skirt of his, uh, his uh, clothes stop jingling. Uh, the Day of Atonement is the day when the sins of the nation of Israel and the priest was offering the sacrifice uh, in the Holy of Holies for the people of Israel and for their sins. The Day of Atonement, Leviticus 23:27. also on the 10th day of the seventh month, there shall be a day of atonement and it shall be an holy convocation unto you and you shall afflict your souls and offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. 11, Romans 11:26. And so all Israel shall be saved as it is written, there shall come out of Sion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. The one day the high priest entered into the Holy of Holies to offer the blood on the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. After the tribulation, Jesus will return to the earth and Israel recognizes him as their Messiah. Israel is restored to glory. That's the feast of the Day of Atonement. The day when, it'll be the day when Jesus returns triumphantly to this earth and Israel recognizes Jesus as their Messiah, as their Lord, as their Savior and their, their God. That last feast is the seventh feast, is the Feast of Tabernacles. Le Leviticus 23, 34, speak unto the children of Israel saying, the 15th day of the seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days unto the Lord. Hebrews 4, 8 through 10, for if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God, for he that is centered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. The Feast of Tabernacles in our New Testament age celebrates the millennial kingdom in which Jesus Christ will come back to the earth and rule and reign for a thousand years. All the promises to Israel will be fulfilled in the millennial kingdom. As you know, um, 
I believe the Bible literally. I take the Bible literally, and I believe the Millennial Kingdom will be literal. However, there are those that believe the Millennial Kingdom is a type or uh, it's not literal. They're called amillennialists. And uh, one day I had a chart of the course of time from eternity to eternity uh, to a church I was attending, and the pastor was an amillennialist, and he said, what is that? And I said, well, that's a chart of the course of time from eternity to eternity. And he said, well, I don't believe it. So I couldn't put it up in my Sunday school class. I was teaching Sunday school in the church at the time. So uh, he, he was an amillennialist. He didn't believe in the millennial kingdom being a literal thousand-year reign. But there's the new heaven and new earth after the great white throne judgment, and that is the feast of tabernacles in which Israel and the people of God uh, rest in the new heaven, the new earth, for all eternity. Thank you.